Welcome to the Design Your Happiness podcast. I'm your host, Marilee Blair. Let me be your positive light to help you reach your highest potential and put you in an empowered frame of mind every episode. It's time to get excited for our lives and be in charge of designing our happiness every single day. Let's go. Welcome back to the Design Your Happiness podcast. Today it's time for a pep talk edition because there is always time for a positive pep talk to get you in the right mindset. So I have two quotes of the day. My first positive quote of the day, on good teams, coaches hold players accountable. On great teams, players hold players accountable. And that's by Joe Dumars. Second quote, accountability separates the wishers in life from the action takers that care enough about their future to account for their daily actions. And that's by John Dileme. This is your life and you need to take control of your life. You need to be accountable and your own motivation for your life. One day I had a conversation with a friend about exercise and she was telling me that her friend would only work out if they worked out together at the gym because it helped keep her accountable to work out. But if they didn't go to the gym together, she wouldn't exercise by herself because she didn't have anyone to keep her accountable. In the beginning of working on making things a good habit, you can hire someone or you can do that. You can have your friends and family to help keep you accountable. But there comes a point in time where you need to learn to keep your own word and to keep yourself accountable, to become your own motivation, to become self-motivated to do things to accomplish your own goals. Because whose life is this? This is your life. So for me, Exercise is something that is extremely important to me, but I didn't grow up with that type of environment. When I was growing up, I played sports, but my family didn't eat healthy and exercise wasn't always encouraged or to even watch what we ate. And finally, when I was in high school, I I actually didn't make any of the sports teams, but I decided that I was going to start exercising more with a Nordic track that we had in our garage, and I was going to watch what I ate so I could look the way I wanted to look and just be healthier. No one taught me what to do. No one held me accountable. I come from a Filipino family on my mother's side, and so the Filipino cuisines are the most unhealthy meals that you can eat. So she didn't know how to eat healthy. My father didn't know how to eat healthy. You know, they he comes from the Bronx in New York. He's Russian and Jewish and European, and they just eat really unhealthy. So I didn't have any guide to help me with that. So what did I have to do? I had to research what food was healthy, how to eat in portions, and how to cook more instead of warming up hot pockets and frozen dinners in the microwave. And my parents, they both come from families with diabetes in their genetics. And on my dad's side, they're really big, and it's because they don't eat healthy. And I knew that I didn't want to be like that. So in order to be tinier and be more fit and be healthy, I had to watch what I ate. 
no one in my family was a healthy guide. So I didn't have a guide or a teacher who could help me. And the only person that could help me was myself. And in that journey, my parents didn't keep me accountable, especially since my father was no longer part of my life at that time, since my parents were going through a divorce and he had left the country. And my mother was so focused on working as much as possible to provide for us as a single mom. So I really had to research myself if I wanted to hit my own goals. And it's up to where I am now in my life. When I had first met my husband, I was in the best shape of my life and I ate pretty strictly and very healthy. And then I got into the corporate world. My husband, um, he was my boyfriend at the time. We were doing long distance. I was living in LA and I stopped exercising as frequently and I just started eating really unhealthy. And because of those poor decisions, I gained weight. And then in 2018, I finally realized that I had gained weight. And so I decided to make a change and I started working out again. I did Shanti's Beachbody Insanity Workout Program for two months consistently. And it's a really tough workout. They range from 45 minutes to an hour and a half. But I wanted to do it. I wanted to hit my goal. So I would bring the program with me on my hard drive when I would travel for work to make sure that I was constantly working out. And I watched what I ate. And then I lost 10 pounds. And in that time, no one held me accountable except myself. No one told me to work out. No one told me to watch what I ate. I told I did. I did that for me. And not my husband, who was my then boyfriend, not my family, not my friends. It was me that lost that 10 pounds because of the decisions I made and the commitment that I had made to myself. And then I decided um, after some time to train with my roommate, personal trainer to lose more inches around the end of 2019. And he helped provide me with a meal plan and exercises to follow. But was it my trainer's job to hold me accountable to my fitness goals? Or was it mine? It was mine. He was there to guide me. But it was up to me to hold myself accountable and to show up and do what he recommended and suggested. Because who is in control of showing up? Who is in charge of following the meal plan? Who is in charge of making things change? It was me. I had to take the action to make changes. I would train with my trainer six days a week and on the days he didn't train me, I would work out on my rest days. I would go hiking. I would bike ride. I would do an ab workout from Insanity because I really liked the ab workouts on that Shanti would do. Or I'd look up workouts on YouTube. I was doing whatever I could to get to the fitness level I wanted to be at. I watched what I ate and lost more body fat up to where I am now in my life. I still haven't hit all of my fitness goals and now I have a new trainer, but I am working on still hitting those goals. And I'm not going to make excuses and I'm not going to rely on someone else to make sure I show up to work out or to eat right. I have to do it for me. We can't rely on other people to give us results. We can listen to their guidance and feedback, but it is up to us and the knowledge we receive to apply it into our lives and take our own action to make things happen and to actually hit our goals. 
By having a trainer, it really helps. But if you don't show up to your training or if you eat unhealthy when you aren't training, are you holding yourself accountable? Are you still doing what you need to do to hit your goals? If you have a problem, are you seeking the help you need to help you achieve what you need to for yourself? Of course you can work out with your friends or enjoy doing something more when your peers do it too. But my point is that you should do something for yourself regardless if you have a workout buddy or a support group. And if you aren't there quite yet, be willing to want to get there, to get uncomfortable to learn to do things for yourself, to become your own motivation. And that is why I'm using exercise as an example. Because what if I had these fitness goals for myself and I waited to achieve them because I would only do it if my girlfriend would work out with me? And if my friends didn't work out with me, then I wouldn't work out at all. Does that sound right to you? No, it doesn't. Because that's an excuse of why I didn't do something. And I'm using that person as the reason, as my blame to why I did or didn't do something. And you can't pin that on people. We have to be responsible for ourselves and our own actions. It's good to have support groups, have coaches, have people more knowledgeable than you giving you guidance and advice. But you cannot rely on them to be your full source of motivation. You have to learn to rely on yourself to be your own motivation. Because what if you are in a group and someone doesn't do the work or someone helping you can't be there? Are you going to stop working towards your goals because that person can't show up? No, you need to keep going because you need to rely on yourself. And if you don't do what you need to do for you, You are doing yourself a disservice and stopping yourself from making your dreams a reality. Again, the reason I relate this to exercise is because whether I have a trainer or not, a friend to do a virtual workout with me or not, my husband to go on a hike or bike ride with me or not because of COVID, you know, whatever workouts I can do, I'm still going to exercise and work out no matter what. Why? Because I am self-motivated and my fitness goals are so big that I won't stop until I hit them. And when I hit them, I won't stop because I have to maintain them. And I can't stop after I maintain them because it's a lifestyle and it's something my future self will thank me for. I am in control of myself and my actions. I know this isn't easy for everyone to do, so do what you need to do to learn to hold yourself accountable in your own life with things you want and need to accomplish for yourself, for your family, for whatever it is that lights your soul on fire. I'm not telling you not to have a coach or not to have a trainer or a mentor to guide you. You should have those things. I'm just telling you not to rely on them to be accountable of your life. Show up when you work with them, be on time, and be prepared for how they guide you. But make sure you start 
being your own accountability partner and not waiting for someone else to hold you responsible for every little thing you know you need to accomplish for yourself. And you know you can't bullshit yourself to get it done. When you become self-motivated, you take action in every aspect in your life. There's a famous quote that goes, How you do one thing is how you do everything. So apply self-motivation to every single aspect of your life and the results will blow your mind away because you will be on your way to working towards having the most fulfilling life because you rely on you. You motivate you. Read the books. Listen to the podcasts. And remember after you absorb all of that information, the only way to succeed is by taking the action to live the way you want to live. Rely on yourself and always bet on yourself and you will always persevere. The way we live our lives isn't up to others, it's up to us. I have joined so many different personal development groups during the quarantine and and I love them because I'm a very social person and I needed to be around people even if I couldn't physically. So I find them so helpful. And a lot of the personal development groups I'm in, they help keep you accountable in achieving your goals. And I love them. But what I've also learned by being part of them is that with or without these groups, I will stay accountable for myself and the goals I created for me. So I will succeed with or without these groups. And that's how it should be. We support and help each other, but we have to learn to do things for ourselves too without always having to rely on someone else to make us do something that makes our specific dreams come true. Relationships Friendships and networking are so important and being around people who make you better, but just make sure you don't get to a point in your life where you are only doing those things and being around those people because you're waiting for them to keep you in check. Stop waiting for someone else and start being that motivated person you need to keep yourself in check to make what you desire happen. Show up for your life and show up for yourself. And remember, by being accountable for you, you will design your happiness. Thank you so much for joining me on the Design Your Happiness podcast. I appreciate you for listening and I hope you feel inspired. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your loved ones. I hope you have a beautiful day and get excited to design your happiness.